Hey everybody, welcome to Dangerous Misinformation. Today we're going to be talking about pressing topics such as our perceptions of reality, butthole Biden's truth social, jail, and much more fun for the entire family. Stick around to the end. Appreciate y'all. This is Dangerous Misinformation. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation, the number one source in the entire world on this entire flat earth for you to consume dangerous misinformation. I'm your host. My name is Rodney Smith. You can find me on any social media platform at Lord Petty. Some form of underscores. You'll figure it out because you're smart, but there will be a link in the description with a link tree. If you don't know what link tree is, it is a one-stop shop for all your links. You can go there to have all my all my socials at the top on the icons, and I've got the pro all the product links for my book, merch, audiobook, other shit you might want to check out. I even have a I, ma I made a coloring book, okay? If you want to support the podcast, go there. Um, do some shit there. Or if you really want to really, really support the podcast, which is free. Tell a friend, bring somebody, um, spread it word of mouth, spread it like the mouth spreads, uh, the H word in Vegas. And I know I've used that joke before, but if maybe this is your first time tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I appreciate you being here. This is the only podcast in the world where we love everybody. We make fun of everything. Our mission is to not hurt people's feelings, but our mission is to make our own feelings feel better, even though we shouldn't be very focused in on feelings because feelings are not real. And let's jump into it. The podcast has officially started because feelings aren't real. They're always fleeing. They don't really matter. All they are is just some like neurological connection just firing off in our brain, right? And this is why women should not be in leadership roles because women are emotional and any sort of traditional wisdom tells us that emotional decisions are bad decisions. So putting an emotional creature in the helm is just an accident waiting to happen. You know what I mean? Um... But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird to think what really reality is, right? If you really think about it, because we all think reality is what we see. We have our senses, right? And so whatever our senses perceive is to us reality. But there's things that we can't see. I can't see air, but the air is real. And that's the God debate. You know, the God, no, nobody can prove it, but nobody can disprove it either. But it makes you just think like, what is reality? And so reality is typically um, our 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 perceptions through our senses, right? And here's the flaw with that. Everybody is different and we all have a different perception of just the world and life itself. Somebody with a completely different background has a complete different perception about the world and how things work than I do, but their reality is no less valid than mine is. Or maybe they both aren't valid. Maybe we're both wrong. Maybe there is a right. And I think that's what maybe all these religious wars and shit are about because people want to be right. Nobody wants to be wrong. But that really shouldn't matter. I think we just, to build a more tolerant, accepting world, we need to all realize that everybody has a different perception. We all come from different places and we're not going to agree on everything. I think that's where we're going wrong, where you get the super, super liberal people. They're like, oh, we just need to tolerate everything. We need to pretend like we like this. You don't need to pretend like you like shit, but you need to realize that people are going to be different from you. We need to accept our differences and not act like there are no differences. You know what I mean? That's like when you get these corny white people that go up and like touch black people's hair or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're all the same. No, we're not the same. Nobody's better or less, but we're not all the same. Everybody's different. And if, if we ignore these inherent human truths, right, 
we're just going to make enemies with each other because we're going to just avoid the problems. And avoidant personalities are bad, okay? And that's one thing I think we're going to really lose as the older people die off because my generation, nobody knows how to handle things. You know what I mean? People send fucking text messages because they're afraid to confront somebody. Or then if you do go and confront somebody, they get all like, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Confrontation's a good thing. Iron iron sharpens iron, you know? Pressure pressure bursts pipes, oil makes diamonds. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, dude, accept the differences. Accept the differences of others, but you don't need to tolerate them. Accept the reality that not everybody's going to agree with you, but you don't need to tolerate shit. You can remove yourself and live in your own little bubble if you want. Just don't try to force your shit on other people. And ironically, I'm forcing my shit on you right now by telling you not to force your shit. Maybe your shit is forcing on other people. Mind blown, huh? Anyways, you guys see that uh, Butthole Biden made a truth social and personally, I find that fucking hilarious. If you want to talk about a perception of a false perception of reality, is that the Biden White House thinks that they're going to convert any MAGA people. If you're not familiar with True Social, it is, I'm pretty sure it's Donald Trump's app. Maybe he owns it, maybe he doesn't, I can't remember. I tried to get on there initially uh, back when it came out because, you know, I hate the tech censorship, but. I've been making a big mistake about the tech censorship because I've been breaking my own rules. We all break our own rules. We're learning every day. You guys are learning with me. I'm learning with you. If you want to tell me something that you've learned about, send me a email at lordpettypodcast at gmail.com and I'd be happy to share it. I think that'd be a cool thing. Um, but so here's what I have learned, which I forgot to put in practice because I usually put it in practice. And the moral of the story is everything is my fault. And even though I've been unfairly nuked off the social media platforms, banned for saying things that appear to be common sense, which I've said before, I don't know how, whenever I have a post that's doing really good, it's because I said something really unique, but then because it was so unique, it was outside the boundaries of the things that you can say, even though it wasn't like a racist, hateful, sexist thing, you know, it may have been a joke, but even if it wasn't even in that realm, you're only allowed to talk about like these certain little fucking things, right? But um, I, I blame the tech companies for my, you know, my, my lack of where I think I should be. But everybody thinks they should be higher than what they actually are. And then if I actually look back, I've came a long fucking way, okay? If you think about this, so this, this is, I think, podcast number 208, right? There's fucking 52 weeks in a year. So for that's like four years worth of podcasts, if you really think about it. So I have hours and hours and hours of practice, reps, consistency, determination, fucking uh, will, consistency, or maybe just pure stubbornness or oblivion. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I was talking about the perception earlier. Maybe my perception, maybe I'm not even funny. Maybe I'm not even good. Maybe I'm not even, no, you know what I mean? We all, you know, somebody's not going to, I mean, that's going to be somebody's opinion regardless. So I don't really listen to it too much. You know what I mean? I don't take people's negatives into account and I don't let people's positive things get to my head ever because that's a slippery slope once you start letting the good shit get to your head. That's how you get fucking arrogant and nobody likes arrogant, including yourself. You know what I mean? Then you get fucking delusional. People start telling you you're good at stuff and you start saying, oh, I am good at stuff. And then you start getting bad at stuff because then you don't 
try at it. And it doesn't matter what it is, you know, even if it's your God-given ability, you always got to work at it because somebody's going to outwork you at it. And that's my determination right now that I'm going to I'm going to try to make as many good podcasts. We're talking about quantity versus quality, right? Why not strive for both? That's my goal is to strive for both. Fuck this thing in the pussy and the mouth at the same fucking time. At the same damn time. But anyways, tr- uh, <laughs> Joe Biden on Truth Social. Could you imagine doing cocaine with me? Could you imagine just getting really yacked out one night? What it would go like? I swear you would not get a fucking word in. I promise you. Um, I either sit in the corner. Actually, this is what happens, okay? Because I'm actually pretty introverted. I sit in the corner and I don't want to have a conversation that is not meaningful. That's why like dating and shit to me, when I see people going out, oh, we went on a four-hour date. I'm like, what the fuck did you talk about for four hours? I think about all this shit. I got to stare at the wall for at least an hour a day and like come to grips with all my thoughts and process everything. And then after, you know, about like 20 minutes, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm socialed out and I need a little bit of breather. Um, Anyways, I keep meaning to talk about Butthole Biden on Truth Social, and I, I just can't get to it because I keep getting derailed. And I was talking about fucking Coke parties. And uh, the last time I did cocaine, I think, was in... When was the last time I did blow? I think it was actually on my 30th birthday. I did ketamine on my 30th birthday, too. I uh, and It looked like a Shudder movie, you know, like those old, old like 50s Shudder movies where it moves, like, per frame. That's what the ketamine was like. I remember asking this chick... Um, and I made a song about it. You can go on Spotify, type in Lord Petty Ketamine. I made a song about the experience. Um, yes, I make rap music too. I made two albums during quarantine and I want to make more. I just haven't gotten to it. Uh, but yeah, I asked this chick, we went to this party and I asked one of this girl like, Hey, who usually has blow? And I said, do you have any blow? She goes, no, but I have some ketamine. And she stuck a key in her little bag. And she put it under my face and I, and I smelled it. And when I was smelling it, I inhaled it through my nostril. Next thing I knew, I was in a fucking Shudder movie and I'm laying on a bed with a bunch of strangers listening to like EDM music, dude. Drugs are so stupid, you know? Like in the moment you think, oh, this is great. But then that's one thing I could never really, anytime I've ever done drugs, I can never just fully let go. I can't just let go and be in the experience because the comedian me is looking from the outside from the outside in about how ridiculous it is. That's why I can't take myself serious when I go to like a fucking sex club orgy or like some weird shit. Whenever I get into weird shit, right? I'm just, I'm either too immature or uh, my anxiety is too bad, but it's not even anxiety. Like I don't even get, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? That's one thing actually really frustrates me whenever I go to the doctor. They just tell me, oh, it's psychosomatic. It's anxiety. It is what it is. Like, bro, I'm not sad. I'm not nervous. I don't give a fuck about anything. If anything, I'm numb. If anything, I'm, I think I've just been so like clinically depressed for so many years. Like I just don't even notice it and I don't feel anything, which is kind of a good thing, kind of a bad thing. It is what it is, depending on how you look at it, pros and cons, blah, 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 blah. But uh, when I get in these situations, like uh, these Coke benders and stuff like that, <laughs> I... I can't take myself serious. I'm like, okay, like people just do this. Um, I remember one time I, I did a bunch of blow in, uh, why am I talking about this? This is so incriminating. I was doing a bunch of blow in LA back in like 2012. And it was me, my buddy, his girlfriend, and this like super hot other girl that was there who turned out to just be a huge cokehead. She's one of those FITM students. If you ever lived in LA, you know about FITM. It's the fashion merchandising school or whatever. It's kind of like the fucking 
LA kids version of the Bama rush where like all the hot girls go there. And, uh, and so we were just doing a bunch of Coke and I hadn't eaten anything that day. And I was kind of at the time, you know, I didn't really learn my way with girls until I was like, I don't know, like 25 or something like that. But, um, I mean, it's not like I was a fucking virgin till then, but I wasn't, you know, like now, and I sound like, I feel like a huge douchebag now, but if I go out and I'm determined, right? If I go out and I'm determined, I can make something happen at this point in my life, okay? Back then, I would just go out with a group of like four guys and be like, oh, let's go get some bitches. And all we would do is just get so hammered until one of us would like piss in a sink or something and get kicked out of the bar. Just complete dorks, you know? And, uh... I forgot what I was talking about. I was thinking about Nate pissing in a sink now. Um, oh, yeah, the Coke bender. And I just didn't eat anything all day. And I remember doing the Coke. And then I, I tried to, I was like trying to eat a pudding. I remember I was with my buddy Loomis. And I, was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to eat pudding. And he was like getting sick to his stomach watching me try to eat pudding after we just gone on a big old Coke bender and smoked like packs of cigarettes. That's another thing, dude. All the cigarettes. Man, I think back on my life and I regret so much fucking haram, dude. I've done so much dumb shit. Even on this last road trip I was on, I was smoking so many cigarettes. And it's like, why am I doing that? What what void am I trying to fill? I don't like these cigarettes. I don't like how they smell. I don't like how they taste. They don't make me feel anything. They just make me fucking stink. They make me congested. And I know that they're extremely bad for me. And for some reason I'm smoking them. I don't know why. I don't even like them. And I can just quit cold turkey. I can buy a pack of cigarettes and I can smoke them for the, you know, five, six day that they last or whatever. And I, I just don't smoke after that because I realize as soon as the pack's done, I just, ugh. The one thing that really helped me though, cause I was a kind of a consistent smoker back in the day. Um, like 10 years ago and I got broken up with and it really fucked me up and I was smoking a lot and I remember I was going to work one morning and I was just feeling that thing in my chest that like Ugh. and then it just hit me where I was like you know what I'm not gonna let this chick fucking kill me and uh, I remember just taking a full pack that I'd bought probably the night before I remember there were a bunch of cigarettes and I just threw them in the trash like on my way out to my car and that really helped me because I don't like wasting money and for the fact that I was like okay well I just threw 10 bucks in the trash. Like I literally just thought of it as taking a $10 bill, just rolling it up and throwing, throwing it in the trash, you know? So yeah, do that. Don't smoke cigs, dude. Cigs are fucking bad for you, but you'll probably see me with the cigarette in my mouth at some point again in my life, to be honest with you. And I already regret it. Um, yeah, dude, I've been watching this show called 60 days in and it's where they send just normal undercover people into jail. It's on Netflix. It's really good. I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I do find some TV, I get sucked into it. So now anytime I eat, I find an excuse. I've just been eating a bunch now so I can find an excuse to go sit down and watch Netflix. But the show makes me actually feel really bad, and here's why. Because they hadn't, this season, season four that's on Netflix, I don't know if it's the newest season or not. Um, it's an A&E show. They have all these white people and they send them to Fulton County. I don't know why the producers didn't think, hey, maybe we should get some black people and send them to Fulton County because Atlanta is the blackest place in America and especially Fulton County, the jail. We're going to send all these. They send two Mormons, one guy who looks like he could literally just be my brother, but he's way more jacked. He's like a Marine, but he literally like he looks like me. Um, 
I don't watch the women. I skip through the women because they show them like lezzing out in the dorm rooms and that shit grosses me out thinking about them just licking each other's jail clams. It's really fucking disgusting. So I'd rather watch the guys that want to murder each other than watch the fucking women making making hooch in the toilet and then sucking on each other's pussies, dude. It's disgusting. <sighs> yeah, dude, but... I don't know. I didn't mean for that to sound homophobic. So shout outs to all the lesbians eating pussy under normal, normal circumstances. But so here's where I feel bad. Okay. So like the guy that kind of looks like me, um, like both of our, our, like we had the same grandfather in the, in Germany who was, <laughs> doesn't matter. I was about to make a Nazi joke, but I shouldn't. I don't even know if you can say that word on the internet, but, um, these black guys are really fucking cool to these white people. You think jail, you know, you think all the stereotypes about how, how segregated it is and how you go in there and, you know, the black guy's going to beat your ass, yada, yada. They have their own, like, little gang wars going on. But overall, like, the black people were super cool to these white people that went in there. And all these white people, meantime, are, are double-timing them. You know what I mean? They're going in there to fucking snitch to the cops about the shit that's going bad in the jail. And they're building these like genuine friendships from the black guy's perspective. But then meanwhile, they're working with the head sheriff to report about all the fucked up shit in the jail, which is making their time more tolerable, like smoking weed and getting porn and stuff like that, you know? And I'm kind of torn between the whole, like, you know, if you don't do the crime, if you're not willing to do the time, but also how are you supposed to re be rehabilitated when you go into an environment where it just makes you even more bitter? You know what I mean? It's like going to detention in school. Are you going to get out of detention and want to do better on your schoolwork? Or are you going to want to go and harass your teacher even more? I wouldn't know because I never got detention because that was never my memo. I would like to make people laugh, not piss them off. And when you make people laugh, you don't go to detention. The teacher just asks you politely to stop fucking around. So if you're a younger person, take that advice. If you're going to be a class clown, if you can't sit still, if you got the ADD bug, uh, don't be a dick to your teacher. Just fucking make people laugh and you get away with murder. But yeah, I feel bad because on behalf of the white congregation, I feel bad how nice the fucking inmate black dudes are. And it's crazy because these dudes would be like 21, right? There's this guy called uh, Onnit. His name was Onnit, like O-N-I-T. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm 21. And I thought, holy Fuck, I thought he was 34, dude. He just looks like he's been through. He's, you know, 20. Somebody makes it 22. That's an OG in my hood. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro. Like that, that gang shit is different. Like there were two bloods. There were two bloods. They got into it with each other. And so their blood buddies were standing around them. And then because they started fighting, then the rest of the gang jumped in and they started beating both of them because you're not supposed to fight in front of people that aren't bloods. Like it makes the, the gang look bad if there's fighting within it. So then they just beat everybody's ass involved right on the spot. And then when it was over, they all got up and like shook hands. Like it's very, it's like militant, dude. It's kind of crazy. Um, it's actually pretty organized. So if those guys actually put their minds to something positive and worked as an organization like that, 
Who knows what they could accomplish, dude? Now I sound like one of those fucking liberal inner city white teacher people that thinks they can save shit. When in reality, there's nothing to save. A lot of these people are going to die in a street corner over a bag of crack because I will never be able to reach them. And any white people that ever try to reach them are just going to be laughed off the block. So don't waste your fucking time, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's it. Let's, let's call it. Are we at 20 minutes? We're almost at 20 minutes. We don't always need to be exactly at 20 minutes, but yes, we're at 20 minutes, dude. You don't know unless you're looking at your fucking phone counting the seconds. Please leave a rating if you have not yet. Please tell somebody about the pod. Please uh, do all the nice things, and I appreciate y'all. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Pity out. <laughs>